Good morning and praise the Lord, dear beloved, and to the church in thy house. This is God's word for today, and today we're reading from Mark chapter 4, beginning in verse 1. And he began again to teach by the seaside, and there was gathered unto him a great multitude, so that they entered into a ship and sat in the sea. And the whole multitude was made was by the sea on the land. And he taught them many things by parables and said unto them in this doctrine, in his doctrine, hearken, behold, there went out a sword to sow. And it came to pass as he sowed, some fell by the wayside and the fowls of the air came and devoured it up. Some fell on stony ground where it has not much earth and immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched, and because it had no root, it withered away. And some fell among thorns, and like thorns, and then the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no fruit. And other fell on good ground and did yield fruit that sprang up and increased and brought forth some thirty, some sixty, and some an hundred. And he said unto them, he that hath ears to hear, let him hear. And when he was done alone, and when he was alone, they, they that were about him with the twelve asked of him the parable. And he said unto them, unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. But unto them that are without, all these things are done in parables. That Seeing they may see and not perceive, and hearing they may hear and not understand, lest at any time they should be converted and their ears and their sins should be forgiven them. And he said unto them, Know ye not this parable? And how then will ye know all parables? The sower soweth the word. And these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. But when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. And those that are likewise which are sown on stony ground, who when they have heard the word immediately receive it with gladness and have no root in themselves and, know, and so endure but for a time, Afterward, when affliction or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. And the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things entering in, choke the word and it becometh unfruitful. And these are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word and receive it and bring forth fruit, some thirtyfold, some sixty and some in hundred. Again, a lesson learned here is that we need the word of God. We need to accept the word of God in our heart. And the Lord said he's given, he gave apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers to unify and edify the body of Christ and keep him in the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace until Jesus comes to church, to get the church. These are the gifts that God gave to the church. And over time, we know that God sent the prophets to his people to warn them, to tell them how to correct what they were doing because they were in rebellion and disobedience. 
and they refused to do what the prophet told them to do, and they ended up with famine and pestilence and all kinds of things happening to them. And this was, uh, it, it is what's happening today. The wrath of God is in the land because of people not accepting the word of God, not to live by it, but they're holding on to tradition of men. They're holding on to the people of the world because they are acquiring things of the world and people want the things of the world. They want the big house and the fancy car and all these things, but they're forgetting the fact that the word of the Lord is we accept the word of God. We do what God has taught us to do. Live by his word. Jesus says, seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. These things shall be added unto you. So when we live by the word of God, God will prosper us and he will prosper us according to our confidence and our faith in him and our role that he has for us uh, in life and whose lives we're going to impact. So wisdom here, live by the word of God. Get in church somewhere. Stop trying to be so smart at home. Get in church somewhere where the, the word of God is being taught by people that God has commissioned to preach and to teach. Get some clarity and get some understanding and stop listening to people that don't know and don't know that they don't know. So you can know what God wants you to do so that you won't be cut out of the blessings that God has in store. Because Jesus said, it is my father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. But we still live outside of it because of rebellion and disrespect and disobedience. Many of life's failures are people who did not realize how close they were to success when they gave up. Thomas A. Edison. Love God, love others, and love yourself. Again today, let us pray. Holy Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, again this morning and right now, God, we come to you with bowed heads and humbled hearts. Asking you, Holy Father, if you would be so kind to forgive us anywhere and everywhere we failed you in word and deed or in thought, that as we embark upon this day to go to perform the tasks that you set before us today, God, knowing and remembering that you promised that you would never leave us and not forsake us, remembering, God, that earlier this morning you provided us the load of benefits that we would need to get through today, knowing that with you on our side, you're more the whole world against us, and since you are far as in who can be against us. Help us, God, to keep these in the forefront of our thinking, God, so that as we move forward today with purpose, pride, dignity, and diligence to perform the task that you have set for us to do, that we'll do it with purpose, God. We'll do it thanking you and do it with gratitude, thanking you, God, for choosing us to be able to be the examples that you want humanity to be in this last evil and dark day. That you, when we do the things that you've charged us to do, God, you will not have, a, have any difficulty allowing love, joy, peace, and happiness to fill our lives. You'll have no problem with letting healing, deliverance, prosperity, and salvation overtake us as we go because we're moving forward in the light of the knowledge of the gospel, living according to your word by the instruction that's, in, that's encouraged in us and enlightened in us by the indwelling of your spirit, that we can be who you would have us to be in this last evil and dark day. We realize again this morning, Holy Father, that the enemy is on the prowl seeking to kill, steal, and destroy. But yet we also remember that you would, you are right with us wherever we are because you are omnipresent. You're everywhere all the time. God, and we're not afraid because we know that you're omnipotent. You have power to stop anything because you're the God of all flesh. 
God, hallelujah. And you are, God, uh, omnipresent. You're everywhere. You're omnipotent. You have all power. God, you're omniscient. You know everything. God, and so we move forward knowing that you're everywhere all the time, knowing everything with the power to fix anything because nothing is more majestic than you. Nothing is more knowledgeable than you because all source and knowledge and everything radiate, it comes from you. God, you pass it down to the, to those that you choose to allow it to have it. So for those of us that have the baptism of the Holy Ghost today, we say thank you. I say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God, God, hallelujah. Even though God, I, as in real life, I was not a very riotous person, but I was still a sinner. And I am so grateful today, God, that in 1976, you baptized me with the Holy Ghost. God, and I thank you for keeping me all these years, God, and with a greater determination now to help other people to understand that if they will humble themselves, if they will turn with their whole heart to you, that you, God, will restore things in their life because many, God, in this denominationalism that's in Christianity, God, they're moving forward and they're doing things and they're, they're running with the word, but they don't have the indwelling of your spirit. God, but help them to humble themselves to, to understand the reason they're doing what they're doing and they feel that they're right is because they're following the tradition of men. And just like many people today in Christianity are following these trends and these fads, God, and even some new fads and trends and philosophies that have infiltrated Christianity. God, are causing people to not seek you to walk in the truth that you will provide. God, you have made it available. All you are asking us to do is to cooperate with your plan. And you'll bring us out of darkness into the light of the knowledge of the gospel. So God, as again today, we're asking you, I'm asking you, God, if you'd be so kind to look on me, to look on every pastor everywhere, everywhere, whatever, God, denomination that they Stand in, God, wherever they are. If they are attempting to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, God, I'm asking you this morning if you'd be so kind to grant each one of us a refreshing from your presence. God, that you would baptize us again with the Holy Ghost. God, that hallelujah, how that the enemy had been slipping on us and in our mind, in our thinking, God, with a refreshing from your presence. God, we're going to stand firm and sound in your word because we know that it takes faith to believe you and the faith comes from hearing your word. God, and when we demonstrate faith and confidence in you, you will perform the promises that you made to all of humanity. So I'm asking you again this morning, God, for every pastor everywhere. God, hallelujah. God, help us to preach and teach this gospel without fear, favoritism, or compromise but to preach it with purpose, with pride, dignity, and diligence, and be demonstrators of the gospel. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, as in our lesson text today, God, hallelujah, that some got the word and, and they it, it, um, immediately the devil stole it out of the heart. Some got the word, hallelujah, and when pressure came, God, they went back to what they believed before and then some grew up amongst thorns and a lot of pressure and people came and, well, we don't do that here. You know, and the pressure and they gave up and they quit and they, the life, God, hallelujah, that it just got choked out of them to do what's right. But then there are those of us that no matter what the pressure has been, 
No matter what people have said, no matter what names people have called us, we persevere. We persevere, God, because of the indwelling of your spirit, and we thank you. We praise you, God, because we have the indwelling of your spirit, because you decided to put your spirit in us when our trust in you, our confidence in you, as we sought you, God, hallelujah, when you decided that we were proficient enough and we were, were righteous enough and we were honest enough in seeking you, you baptize us with the Holy Ghost. And so, God, everywhere today, God, hallelujah, as the preachers preach this truth and be demonstrators of this truth. God, when people get sick and in their hospital rooms and wherever they are, God, these other convalescent places, God, that even if they're just at home and just, their bedrooms have turned into almost like a hospital room with, with so much uh, aid, medical aid and assistance, God, but when that prayer of confidence, Lord, I know you can heal me. Lord, I come to you in Jesus' name. I ask you, God, to forgive me anywhere and everywhere I failed you in word and deed or in thought. When they begin to cry out to you like that, God, we know you hear us. We know that you know what they're thinking before they can even speak it. But when they do, God, to confound, God, the medical professionals and to confound family members, the naysayers and the doubters. Get them out of those sick beds, God, and get them back on their feet. God, that people will have to say, I don't know what happened because they were on this medication for so long, but then all of a sudden, end an examination, the doctors determined they didn't need it anymore. And hallelujah, and they're up and they're going, and all we hear about them is they're in church all the time. They're always praying somewhere. They're always singing songs of Zion somewhere. God, hallelujah, do it like only you can. God, for those that have fallen back into darkness because they allowed their flesh and their feelings and their emotions to control their decision-making, they allowed friends around them, co-workers, God, classmates, God, community uh, neighborhood members, neighbors, to influence them to walk away from the truth because they didn't understand it. And because they had united, they pulled the people out of the light back into the darkness. But God, I pray this morning, and I'm asking you, and I'm asking you, God, particularly when they begin to ask you, Lord, I know better than this. This is the darkness that I was in all before, and I've allowed myself to be pulled back in this darkness. But God, if you'll please forgive me and get me back on the right track. God, hallelujah, I confess I messed up. God, when you hear these cries, when you hear this honest request, we know that you're going to move by your spirit. You're going to refresh them. You're going to reinstate them. You're going to get them back on the right path in life. And when they get back in the church house, God, the, the saints in the church are going to welcome them back. God, with praise, with honor, with hugs and praises. God, hallelujah. We thank you, God, because another soul that was in the clutches of Satan had been restored. And we thank you, God. We praise you for it. We honor you for it, God. And we believe, God, that it'll happen today if people will turn to you with their whole heart. We thank you, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. God, and for those that have lost their financial independence and self-sufficiency, God, hallelujah. As we know, God, Holy Ghost, thank you, God. Hallelujah. Your wrath, your fury, your indignation, your anger is loose in the land because of rebellion, disobedience. God, because of disrespect, God, they don't honor you. 
You allow them to have these good jobs, the good education, God, the, the good certifications, God, to do the things that they do, God, and they are, all they're doing is seeking to have the things that the world has, and they're not seeking you. But God, we're praying for them before you decide to take it all from them. That God, hallelujah, that when they cry out to you in sincerity, and they're crying out, Lord, please forgive me. God, and whatever the cause that they've lost their independence and self-sufficiency, when they begin to cry out, Lord, please forgive me and help me. Hallelujah. Anywhere and everywhere, I failed you in word and deed or in thought. Please forgive me and refresh me and restore me, Lord. Restore my financial independence. Restore my self-sufficiency, Lord. Hallelujah. I don't want to live my life on social assistance. I don't want to live my life just waiting for my family to take care of me. God, but I want to take care of my own responsibilities. I have a family that I want to see. I want to take care of my family. God, hallelujah. And when they seek you, God, you're going to restore their self-sufficiency. You're going to restore their financial independence. God, they're going to call the people around them to wonder what happened. And their testimony will very simply be, I turned to God with my whole heart. I turned back, hallelujah, to everything that I knew that was right. Hallelujah. And the Lord refreshed me. God, and just like it will be when they get in their homes and they're praying and seeking you in their homes. God, all the family members in the home, the parents and the children. God, and like it is in many homes, there are two or three generations of people living in people living in one home. But I'm asking you this morning, God, however many people are in those homes, God, get them all together. Help them to find a time that they are all together, to pray together, to seek you together, God. In reading your word, hallelujah, that they put the whole family on a dedication. God, hallelujah, uh, maybe even teach the, the, the family the, the, the purpose for fasting and how to fast. God, that you will turn things around in those homes and get them back, God, on the right track in life. You'll get them into the house of God, into your sanctuary, and as they seek you in sincerity and in truth, the more truth they hear, the more they commit themselves. And when you are satisfied with their commitment, you're going to baptize them with the Holy Ghost, saving the whole house. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. In the name of Jesus the Christ, we give you praise, we give you honor, and we give you glory. Hallelujah. God, and for those that have lost loved ones again this morning, as we ask you every day, God, when they're crying out, Lord, please help me, help me, Lord, help me, God, when you hear these cries, God, and because you know the pain, you know the hurt, you know the disappointment they face. And we're praying, and I'm asking you right now, God, and as they ask you and other people that know them, pray with them and for them. God, when you hear the request coming up before you, coming up unto you, God, hallelujah, refresh them, comfort them, control, console them, give them the strength to rise up, to get up, and to live your life in a, their lives in a fashion that they give you glory and honor. And help them, God, to be able to share that wisdom with others as, as they uh, have friends and relatives. They're going to lose other family members, but they'll know how to better move forward, giving you glory and honor in the name of Jesus to Christ. We thank you, God, for it all. We give you praise for everything that you do. Thank you for healing. Thank you for deliverance. Thank you for prosperity. Thank you for restoration, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for, for comfort, God, for restoring joy. Hallelujah. God, and we ask you, God, for all those, God, that 
They're, they're in our government, the people that are making decisions that affect our material lives. We know, God, uh, that from the studying history in your word, we know that many of the things that are going on are going on because prophecy has to be fulfilled. God, because you allowed the prophets to prophesy because you knew that in these latter days that people are going to turn from you in a greater number and a greater number. And God, and because of this would infuriate you and you're going to turn your wrath loose on them and on the world. And we see it today, God, in the name of Jesus the Christ. God, just like even out, God, in Alaska right now, a new strand of some kind of pestilence is trying to rise up. God, and we know that if it can happen in one place, you can cause it to spread to another place. God, to get people's attention, to turn away from this darkness, God, to turn away from rebellion, to turn away from disobedience and hear your word. Open their ears to hear you. Open their hearts to receive your word, God, that many can be saved before this, the evil days and the dark days come upon us where many will lose their lives and they will lose their lives primarily, God, because they have not accepted you as their personal Savior. And they'll lose their lives to pestilence. They'll lose their lives to the lack of the things that they could have if they just walk up right before you. Because you're going to keep us until the Lord Jesus Christ comes to get us. And he's going to, God, we're going to be caught up with him in the air. Hallelujah. God, until he comes to get us, thank you, God. We know, hallelujah, that you're going to maintain our cause. That whatever befalls us, we know that you're with us because you said that you'd never leave us. God, and you just let us know in your word that you're with us to heal us. You're with us to deliver us. You're with us to prosper us, God. You're, you're with us, God, to help us. And we know that, God, you haven't changed your mind about that when we walk up right before you. God, so we thank you, God. We know that you're going to maintain our cause. We know that you're going to continue, God, to lead us and guide us in the path of righteousness for your name's sake. God, because you're not going to allow us to get caught up in this new philosophy and fads and trends that have infiltrated Christianity where many preachers have fallen prey to God, but we're going to hold fast, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus the Christ, because we know that you're going to, according to your riches and glory, supply us with whatever it is that we need to be who you would have us to be and to do what you've charged us to do in this last and evil day. God, and we know that as we walk in obedience, you're going to allow these things in our lives until Jesus comes to get us. And when he descends in the clouds of power and great glory, the trump of God and the voice of the archangel, and when he shout, the scripture teaches us that the dead in Christ shall rise first, and then those that are alive and remain shall be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air and shall forever be with the Lord. God, and this is my hope right now, this very hour. He Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, this is my hope, hope of Hallelujah. And I know that this is the hope of believers everywhere, wherever they are around the world. Believers, God, that believe in you. They believe you gave your son. You believe, they believe that you, that he taught his disciples. He believed that as he prayed for them and for those that would come after them that would preach and teach this gospel, that you would save them from this underworld generation. God, we thank you. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, God, just having faith, having trust in you, God. Hallelujah. We know, God, that Jesus gave his life, that we could have life. 
And we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you in Jesus' name. And we do believe it so. Amen and thank you, God. Good morning again, everybody. Remember again today that things are not as bad as they seem and nothing can happen to you today that God and you can't handle. And if you keep telling yourself, hallelujah, amen, that I'm healed, I'm delivered, I'm prosperous, and I'm saved right now. Keep telling yourself, whatever's going to happen to you today, God and you can handle it. Amen. And things are not as bad as they seem. Hallelujah. So trust God, trust his word, trust his promises. Hallelujah. He's good for every promise that he's made to humanity. We've seen it. He promised that he would save and he's done it. He promised that he would heal and he's done it. He promised that he would prosper and he's done it. He's promised that he would save, he's done it. And all those things that he has done, he's still doing it. And he's doing it right now, this very hour, if we just believe it. So again today, you go well and be safe. And remember, as you would that men should do unto you, do you also unto them.